0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's uh, something we do to whittle the wiles away. And we, uh, we are so doing at this moment. And uh, we've got a bunch of things on uh, our minds over here at the studios. But uh, if you had something you wanted to talk about, uh, about dining in, dining out, uh, doing all the shopping for... Or supermarkets and going in there and buying the groceries and cooking it up and having some fun with it and having friends over and, you know, all those things that, that make the, the eating at home and out so, so nice.
2: Diane's on the phone.
1: Diane is on the phone. I've just been alerted to yes. that fact, and let's find out what happens when we say, Hey, how are you?
2: Hi. <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. How
1: are you? Oh, good. I'm the same old guy doing the same old things
2: and i thoroughly enjoy it
1: (laughs) oh good i was hoping you would
2: what i was calling about is i don't know if i'm just making this up or thinking this or if it really happens but i thought in november that several of the restaurants had lunch specials you know how Antoine has all year long their 2019 i thought some of the other restaurants had it in november too
1: yeah, they, they, there are two different times of the year when that happens. One, Let's see if I can remember both of them. One of them is the um, – there we go. That one's down Summer. There. It's summer. No, it's summer. <laughs> so they have uh, the, the, their summer specials. The, the, yeah, summer Everybody's specials. Special. They've a But there's a name for it. It'll uh-huh. come to me in a second. Culinary. 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 Yeah. Okay. And it runs uh, August and September, and sometimes it goes a little bit farther than that. But that gets the part of the, the – the, uh, For restaurants for uh, the year, it helps them having all of that kind of bonus
2: generating some people coming in when they don't ordinarily want to come in in the hundreds. Right,
1: exactly right. And there's a parallel sort of thing that happens again in uh, believe it or not uh, uh, during the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and all that. Uh, Those are so popular that the restaurants We're uh talking sometimes about the
2: revions the revion are you, is, that, is that what you're talking about the yeah. revions well yeah. those aren't those wouldn't be like specials i mean those would oh, be they, those are special dinners but they're certainly you're talking about like specials where you can sample a restaurant for a little bit less than you normally would is that right
1: no no i was Correct. going with what you all, already said about it and that is that they have these special menus of, especially right around Christmas is when they do these. And they typically run, and during the last year, they were about 45 to $55 for a four-course dinner. And it's great. It's actually but, pretty So uh, it, it's easy to find this information. You want to check in with the New Orleans uh
2: F-Q-F-I. FQFI.
1: That's right. FQFI. They uh,
2: FQFI.com. Yeah. If that's what you're talking about. That is what talking I'm talking. About, about. No, no. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that's what she's talking about. Oh, if, that's, uh, that's true. So if you're talking about Revions, then that's going to happen Pretty December-ish. Soon. December-ish. Oh. But but if you're talking about just like a special in November, I mean, I don't know of any. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess I had the wrong month. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's okay. Don't you don't have to wait much longer. It's uh, it's Lord about knows. to get going. It'll be here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but they're they're so busy with the holidays this time of year. That's probably why you don't see it all the time this time of year. But that you do see it in the parts of the time when they can't sell anything.
2: around in circles. But the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. short answer, <laughs> and, uh, is no. Okay. And I should look up. For December, the N O F U F I. It's it's mm-hmm. French Quarter Festival. F Q F I. I don't know what the I is for, but oh. F-Q-F-I. Oh, uh-huh. uh, we'll F Q F I. Uh huh. F is in of... Frank, Q is in, Quart. F is in Frank, I as in institution. F Q F I. Okay. Okay. It's good. Okay. Well. I'll just Enjoy. wait a little bit longer then. Yeah, yeah. and uh, give okay. us a
1: report after you go.
2: All right. Okay. Thank you, Thank you very much.
1: Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Food Show.
2: 06368, six if you would th- like to chat.
1: See, uh, see uh, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: About whatever it is that you would What's like running. to chat about. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is Does anyone else hate candy corn as much as I do? Or if you mm. like candy corn, that's even more curious. So call us if you like candy corn, because that would be uh, that would be more interesting, I guess. Anyway, uh, candy corn is another one of those foods, like blue cheese, liver, and anchovies. You either love it or you hate it. Yep, that is true. You do. Although, well, I was going to say blue cheese, but I actually like blue cheese. Wow, of that list, I hate just about all of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't like blue cheese?
2: No, I love blue cheese. That's the only one. Candy corn, uh, liver, and anchovies. Yes, true. I don't like any of those. Today, in 1952, Clarence Birdseye, the inventor of the frozen foods as we know it, presented the new frozen peas to a waiting world. Peas became much more popular after they didn't need to be shelled. Yeah, that's true. Pea pods. Pea pods are the hot thing. They seem to be. Tom, what is the difference in petit pois? Little
1: peas and big peas. And
2: peas. Are those like baby peas? Is that what well, a petit they, pois is, or is it a different strain? It, it's a different strain. It is. Yeah.
1: Okay. And uh, and it's it, the, the French people uh, like
2: petit pois. Yeah, uh-huh. they
1: uh, they make a big uh, deal over it. And, and they have these little tiny uh, peas. Uh, but
2: which ones do you prefer? I like the
1: little ones. Uh, I I, do too. They seem to be. I don't know. They're
2: more delicate.
1: I'm sure they are that. Yeah,
2: I like them. Yeah, I like them. And uh, and I like the other ones too. But um, but I used to eat only canned peas. I know this will shock no one. I think
1: most people uh, would say that. Well,
2: no, because we switched to frozen peas, which were certainly a lot better. They didn't have all the salt and the. Whatever it is that's on the inside of a can, you know, the the frozen peas were a lot better for you than the canned peas, for sure. But that's what we, I mean, we went through a tremendous amount of of peas in this house, just frozen peas. And I remember Mary Lee just opening the freezer and just snacking on them like they were. Snacking on peas? Yeah, like they were candy and corn. Both kids did that. Oh. They would open up the freezer and get frozen peas or corn and just snack on them like they were. Because they were kind of like little popsicles, you know, like vegetable popsicles if you want to really, really think of it in a stretch. That's mm. what I would say. Two six zero six three six eight. Today in 18, 1989, the Smith Dairy of Orville, Ohio, made the world's record milkshake. 1,575 gallons.
1: (laughs) Who made this?
2: The Smith Dairy of Orville, Ohio. Mm. Well, you know what? I wonder, I guess, I don't know if they did that and then just gave away milkshakes, but I do love milkshakes. Those are really good. Yeah. If I didn't stop myself, I could really go through a lot of those.
1: How do you feel about ice cream in general?
2: I love ice cream, but I used to, and I think I said this not even two or three days ago, where um, we were talking, this was yesterday, mm-hmm. when we were in <clears throat> in the studio talking to uh, Nick Hargrove from the True Food Kitchen, and I said, because he was talking about ice cream, which they have ice cream, but it's not really ice cream. It's vegan, <clears throat> so it doesn't taste like ice cream to me, but... Um, but I, I was saying how much I love ice cream. I mean, I really do love ice cream. But I don't ever eat ice cream because you can't eat everything. I mean, there are people who can eat everything. I'm very jealous of them. But you can't eat everything that you want all of the time unless you don't care how fat you get. But – um
1: well, I'm not too fat I or eat unless, ice cream every day.
2: I know, Tom, but you don't eat anything else. See, <laughs> see you can... Now, yesterday you, you know, I had you a eat, Greek the, the, the hamburger. Point is, the point is you can't eat everything. You can't eat ice cream on top of meals all the time. But see, you have like a slice of toast, and then you eat dinner, and then you have a little ice cream. So on, on a caloric basis through the whole day, it evens out. But I eat regularly so i can't eat ice cream on top of that so the answer to that is yes i love ice cream but i like pizza more and i would rather just eat the pizza because i'm not really all that big on sweets i'd much rather savory things but i know Ah, you love your ice cream
1: it's the secret of my success what is that that i eat ice cream and peas in the same same meal Uh,
2: it's the secret of your success okay well um the ice cream that you're eating at night, I, I heartily approve of. It's all-natural Breyers ice cream. So that's, that stuff that's is terrific. Stuff. It, yeah. it,
1: and you know, There's nothing really that flavors it in there, not that you can see. It's just richness. I'm and
2: surprised at you, you eating are? Breyers because it's not very sweet. That's why I like it's, it. That's what because I like about it, Because it's not too. very sweet. Like yeah. bluebell ice cream
1: bluebell way too sweet for is, me. has got other problems too it's just uh, I, it's I, I think it's way every too time sweet. yeah yeah
2: and I've never liked bluebell and even when we went to Bluebell and you're really jazzed up because you know you're at Bluebell and and they have their sign that says we what is it they 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 make it and wait they, they oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, we eat it all and sell the, and rest, sell the rest or something like
1: that. Uh, well, I was in their plant uh, with yeah. my whole family back a long time ago, and we went there because they wide open. Yeah, uh, you, right. know, very you could welcoming, go in there and yes. you could eat ice cream. But anyway, I was watching these uh, three or four girls who were working there, and uh, they looked at each other and they started saying something or other that they were trying to communicate. I, I didn't quite get it. But um, what it boiled down to... Was, uh, gosh, we uh, we, uh, it's they were about, about time. What they were gonna eat, yeah, so. they were, yeah, they were they were wondering right. whether it was time for them to eat the ice cream that they hadn't eaten yet uh, because yeah. it was.
2: Because <laughs> the motto is, we eat it and sell the rest. We eat it and
1: sell the yeah. rest. That's what they were and, trying to do. And, and, and even, uh,
2: even when they're that generous with their yeah. ice cream, I don't like it. It wasn't anything that I liked. So it's too sweet. So I'm surprised that you don't like that because you really do have a sweet tooth. Mm. And I'm surprised that you do like briars because it's not yeah. very sweet. Well,
1: there is there's one more little thing in here and that is the guy who was the best man at my wedding. Uh he uh, uh grew up in the general neighborhood Brenham, of Brenham,
2: Texas. Yes.
1: Exactly right. How did you remember he that? He was
2: also the best man at my wedding.
1: Was he? <laughs> Uh, that you know, there's all kinds of interesting ramifications to that. We'll have to get 260-6368. into that.
2: 06368 Help us out here, folks. Come on. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like well, to get into this uh, silly fest that we, you know, have we have here.
1: You know, we have not we have not yet uh, brought up the matter of halibut.
2: Oh, which... Tom, are you serious? You can't be serious. Oh, okay. I know. You you cannot be serious, please. Okay. All right. Two six zero six three six eight. Today is uh, let's see, we the candy. It's the thirtieth.
1: Tomorrow is uh, Halloween.
2: It is. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, since I don't have kids, and even and the grandkids are far away, I wasn't really on that as much as I would normally be.
1: If you are giving out,
2: if you are giving out candy for Halloween, what are you giving out? I would. uh, If I was giving out candy. It would be, um, it would be what I like to eat, I think, because yeah. I probably wind up eating most of it anyway. Last year I tried to give out candy, and I didn't eat it, but uh, if I had, I would have had lots of it to eat because I spent about fifteen dollars on bags of candy and had three trick or treaters. Mm. Three, that's it. Yeah, it was very sad. Kugelhof.
1: Kugelhoff. Kugelhoff, now that's a lot of fun there. Kugel Hugel, no,
2: no, no. Try again. Kugelhof. Kugelhof is another sweet yeast cake. Yeah. Why do you have all these sweet yeast cakes in your almanac today, Tom? Or the, how how is Kugelhof and Panettone connected?
1: We just roll the dice and that's what we got.
2: Well, how do you how do you choose your edible dictionary words?
1: I let it chew it for me.
2: Okay. Or so Kugelhoff Kugels. is a sweet yeast cake yep. made in a fluted tube pan. You know what I'm laughing at? I'm thinking of what Doug's face looks like right now. If we had a webcam, I would love to see Doug's face. So you know what, Doug? I'm going to let you contort your face a little bit, and we'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk about Kugelhoff after we... uh after we take a little break. 260-6368, WWL, 105.3 FM, HD2.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show on 105.3 FM. Our telephone number is two six zero six three six eight. That's 260-6368. And uh, if you've never talked to me or any of the other folks who uh, uh, put this together every, do, uh, every chance we do. Are any of the
2: do. people that come on the show, you mean?
1: People Any who come on the show or, or people who have a question about something.
2: on our end. Uh,
1: Interested in an ingredient that uh, they were, had prevented How to the them. In words,
2: call us. Call us, yeah, sure. No
1: matter what it is, uh, is we're well able to and eager to. Uh, have you uh, I'd be careful
2: about boasting if I were you, Tom. Kugelhoff is what we were Kugelhof. talking about before it's, the break. Kugelhof. So it's German.
1: We know that. What yes. else? It's also
2: what? a sweet yeast cake. So it's like it's like panettone. Uh huh. But Doug says panettone and Kugelhoff both have uh, raisins in it. Hmm. I've never noticed that panettone has raisins, but. Kugelhoff has fruits and nuts a lot of times. So it's kind of like our fruitcake, I guess, mm-hmm. but maybe not as bad as our fruitcake. It's almost time to start talking about fruitcake.
1: Yeah, we haven't heard from them lately, and I haven't been looking for it either. But, you know, we have uh, what yeah. I think is the the most...
2: Baker-made?
1: Yeah, right here in, Baker the, in town. Baker-made, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, and, and I think it's a great product. My I mean,
2: mom introduced you to that. My mom introduced you to Baker made. I think fruit she did. Yeah, because everybody got a Baker made fruit cake
1: and, from and, her. And at you at never Christmas. got sick of it. I, so I never. Well, did. I
2: never ever ate it. So. Oh well,
1: you missed them. But
2: see, fruit cake is something that you would like that I I don't. You know, I mean, I, I I'm kind of a boring eater. Come to think of it, now that I'm now that I'm really really thinking about it, it's hmm. it's kind of a short list. You know. Not a lot of cake, a lot of chocolate. Could pretty much kind of get everything down to just chocolate. Let's see. Andrew Jackson Downing, who wrote about landscaping in the early 1800s, was born today in 1815. Now, why would – oh, so he's he was a food writer. His landmark book was The Fruits and Fruit Trees of America. Oh, he I'd like was, to see that. Yeah, but he was an influence on Frederick Olmstead who designed many of the major American parks. city parks. Yeah. yeah, so that would have been oh, so you said today in eighteen fifteen. So I was about to say he had to have been born a long, long time ago. See I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even tuning into what I'm reading. Oh. Today Catfish Hunter won the American League Cy Young Award in nineteen seventy four. You know what? No, but don't know me. he's I know he's in here because his name is Catfish. But I've decided I, catfish is also something that, that I don't really eat too much of anymore.
1: No? Can, can I give you a, just a, a rambling for a couple of minutes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I used to say uh, about two different fish, or dif- different seafoods, they're pretty much the same thing. Okay. One of them was, uh, was uh, soft-shell crabs, and the other is catfish. And what I always said was if you have either one of those – you want it to be fried, just straight ahead oh, I fried. Oh, you've changed. And, then, I and know. then put it in the fryer and get it nice and crispy on the outside and, yep. and not not too dark or too light either uh, on the top end. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, and uh, nothing wrong with that, And but... I always, uh, all of a sudden. You've moved.
2: You've evolved.
1: Yeah, and I think I would even tell you exactly the place where it happened. Uh, It was uh, New Orleans hamburger. Whoops. New Orleans. New Orleans. um, Food and Spirits. New Orleans Food and Spirits. They had on their menu. uh, They 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 have on their menu. And they still have on their menu. uh, It is catfish topped with Mernier sauce of all things and in the Mernier sauce you had some uh, pecans. So this had a really interesting bunch of flavors going on and I thought one day, yeah, what the hell? Let's try it to have something different. I eat, I eat to, in that restaurant way more than I should, but because it's close to the restaurant. We go state.
2: because the oysters are so good. The
1: oysters are so good, although don't go to and get oysters right now unless you're absolutely sure that they have them at the restaurant. Yeah, you should
2: call ahead if you really, really. Yeah, <clears throat> there's oysters.
1: lots and lots. Yeah, of,
2: we're finding a lot of places don't have them.
1: So anyway, we have uh, we uh, we had all of this. Uh, what were we talking about there before I, I zeroed off? We were off talking
2: the, about catfish that cat, you have yeah. now I, changed I, your mind I, about. A,
1: I asked for that. It was just a regular menu item. They brought it out. It was great, and uh, I would say every third restaurant I go to uh, for that dish is is there, and it is uh, a delicious thing. I had it just yesterday. So um, Tom is the, a
2: grilled catfish with manier butter kind of guy now.
1: Yeah. And uh, and here we are, uh, and it's you see it almost everywhere you go now.
2: Yeah, um, I tell you what, I I blame Duke, Chef Duke, yeah, for ruining catfish for me.
1: Yeah. What because, did he do?
2: Because he told me about farm-raised fish, which I decided I should stay away from. And most catfish is farm-raised. And now, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to eat only fresh uh, Desalman's catfish because it's wild caught mm-hmm. but I've gotten so used to the flavor of farm raised catfish now that these Desalman's catfish are kind of a little too real tasting so now I don't eat catfish at all except if I go to Middendorf's mm. because it's you know their, their chips of catfish are really good. Oh terrific. I think I have to have fish at a certain at a certain thickness, or or I get into trouble mm. if it's really too thick. Unless it's halibut, because halibut is halibut. really, you know, it's it's always served in those square chunks that are about I don't know three and a half inches square, and then it's like an inch and a half high which is a decent sized piece of fish mm-hmm. and it's it's always seared and crusty on the outside and it's just a delicious piece yeah, this, of fish.
1: This just in uh, the um,
2: I, I, fish I of the day
1: today is halibut <laughs> but, uh, but only over at Halifax. so I write that down.
2: It's kind of like it's it's, a you. Bit, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a little bit like you um. You know, you you do something that you're not supposed to do, and when you realize that you've done it and didn't really think about where you were going and done it, then you wish you could take it back. But whenever I say the word halibut, it was like this little bing in the back of my mind. Oh, my gosh, I said halibut in front of Tom, and oh. now there's going to be halibut and halifax and there's no escaping it there's no getting out of it i said the word halibut so but they're all
1: wonderful and and now, I mean, now every one listeners,
2: of them every time they hear anyone say halibut they're going to reel back and brace themselves for the halibut in halifax oh, joke. well
1: i'm i'm doing a favor for them because if you have uh, some of this it's very enjoyable y- y- halibut halib- halib- <laughs> Al- halifax
2: and halibut both of them ha, uh, halibut I'm sorry can <clears throat> anyone help us Two six zero six three six eight. it's your fault you're not calling he's 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 being left to his own devices and this is a very very dangerous thing anyway my point was way back when that catfish is something that i used to absolutely love and now i almost never eat it i almost never eat it i still eat shrimp i still eat oysters I eat those a lot of different ways, but catfish, I don't know. It's just kind of off my list of things to to eat. Uh, Ken Berry was born today in 1933. He passed away just last December. Who oh, he? He was a cute little Iowa-looking kind of guy, very squeaky yeah. clean image, mainly known oh, from, um, <clears throat> from uh, the Andy Griffith Show. The man who created little golden books.
1: Oh, who didn't love those? Albert
2: Rice Leventhal was born in 1907 today. Uh, you know what? Those are coming back. There's, yeah? Yeah, there's a resurgence of little golden books. And Good. you can get, like, they're, I think They're little, totally
1: harmless. They're and very they're, cute. And they're very, uh, they'll make you he laugh. Probably,
2: and, yeah. I wonder if he made any money off of that. Because somebody that would, somebody today... That would start an empire like that, be so prolific as to be in the league of mm-hmm. little golden books on top of each other, uh, would have made lots and lots of money, but you didn't make as much money back then. So I wonder I wonder if maybe the, the heirs are going to make money off of it. Who knows? No, no, no. Anyway, Stephen... Thank you, oh, Stephen
3: is had mercy
2: on us. He's going to yeah. save us. Thank you, Stephen.
3: I haven't called in much. I lost one and a half trees in front of my house in the uh, storm the other day. So yeah, I've been that was
2: quite a storm.
3: Yeah, I mean, yes these trees were I put them in probably 15 years ago, and I put them in to cover the front of the house from the <laughs> afternoon sun, and now I've lost one and a half of the three trees. So. Now I'm cutting the limbs off the tree so I can deal with it.
2: Okay, well, wait a second. So they did they sort of uproot because They, they got they broke in ha- One of them broke oh. in half,
3: and one of them broke half of the main tree. Oh. So I've, I'm able to save one, but mm-hmm. not the other one. So oh,
2: I'm sorry. It's a good thing it yeah. wasn't on your house yeah
3: luckily it didn't they fell on each other not oh, on the house good, but
2: good. i have a
3: brick i have an 1830s brick house
2: oh, that's cool. double
3: brick thick so uh
2: uh-huh.
3: it's a servants quarters with yeah, big but you, fireplaces
2: but but the roof you know is not brick so it's a good thing they no didn't, no you know fall no on the roof. it wasn't it was tall, it tall was
3: enough thinking. to fall on the roof but oh, it was okay could have fallen on the side of the house.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Okay. Well, but it good. didn't, so I'm I'm alright with that. So uh, anyway, yeah. I went to to uh, Chef Stoops yesterday that's for lunch great. and I was had roast beef poor boy on mind, but mm-hmm. he didn't have it. So I <laughs> ended up with a shrimp poor boy.
2: Uh, yeah. why did and he when have I roast... said
3: something to him, he said mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're working on that recipe. And then he said, well, I'm just really going to leave it to those people that do it well. Mm
2: -hmm. Have you ever been to G. Orlando's on Thursday for their brisket special?
3: Yes, I have. And I like it. But
2: you do or you don't?
3: I do. I oh, do. Oh, it's
2: fabulous! It's an incredible. Yeah. Matter price of
3: fact, I it's... thought about going to G. Orlando's, but I thought, no, I'm trying to get, you know, trying to help Chef Duke out a little bit by, you know, this is my fourth time oh. I've been to. to, to is
2: Chef he busy? Duke, so. Is he? Are people finding it?
3: Uh, well, I wasn't there till 1.30 in the afternoon, but there was a table of of. Uh, eight, mm-hmm. I guess, on a table of two. And then there was me. So, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, one thirty. So it was after really lunch. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Okay, so, well, uh huh. So, yeah.
3: You know.
2: I hope, I hope it catches on cause the food's good.
3: Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but when I left, everybody else had left. So I was the last customer leaving mm-hmm. and there were, uh, Eight cars in the parking lot. Of course, that parking lot is not very big. I
2: know. So I
3: assume those eight cars were employee cars.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
3: So. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, you know, just getting started. So I yeah. hope uh, yeah. I hope it catches on. He's got a, it looks like it could become a bar scene, too. You know, I, I, yeah. I think the uh-huh. bar seems very welcoming to people who might want to go have a drink, you know, yeah. after work or something. So, anyway. What else is on yeah. your list, Stephen? Anything else? That's or really always... it. I've been so busy wow. okay. dealing
3: with this, these two trees All right. that I haven't had Well, thank
2: much. you for calling and breaking up our blathering for just a few okay. minutes. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Take care, Stephen. I'll Thanks. You 260 You're listening to WWL.
1: You certainly are. And a... it's nice to be here, too. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Mary Ann's here, too, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm, you know, just what? Break. Time for a break. Time for a break. Okay, we will break, and we will come back with more of The Food Show, so stay tuned. Thank you. Hello. Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. Do you know, you could look around the country just about anywhere you want to look, and you will never find another program like this one. We talk about food in restaurants and restaurants, and we do it in an open-minded kind of way. If you found something you really love, tell us about it. If you found something that everybody loves except you, and you love it, tell us about that one especially. We really, really like hearing those, because uh, there's lots of great little, little secrets out there. Uh, one of them, uh, may I draw your attention to it, uh, yesterday... Uh, went to um, a restaurant in the CBD. It's a Greek restaurant, which is something that we do not have many of. We have a lot of Middle Eastern restaurants, and there's nothing wrong with them either. But uh, if, for a long time, we did not have any Greek restaurants. Now we have this one. There, there are a couple of others. Uh, but this one I really stands out. It's in the... Um, uh, the international house, the Hotel. international house. Thank you for that. Uh, international house. It's um, uh, right there. On the
2: corner there. of uh, Gerard is Girard it? Gerard Street Girard and uh, Camp. Uh, camp uh, and Gerard.
1: Um, yeah, and uh, we uh, went there yesterday. Had a very simple menu. Uh, we started off with a salad. You know, Greek salad. That's as classic as you get. With a lot of interesting vegetables in it, and there was also this. This sauce served uh, like room temperature with a couple of different variations on very bright uh, orange sauces. It
2: was a roasted red pepper dip with feta cheese and Wonderful. fresh dill.
1: Wonderful. Did you not think so?
2: I thought it was fabulous.
1: That was great. And fabulous. then uh, I uh, broke one of my not rules exactly, but my uh, dip my tastes uh, and I went after uh, a hamburger they had a uh, a a, lamb a Greek hamburger. Greek hamburger, and what that was was a very thick patty of uh, ground lamb. Ground lamb. Thank you for for that. And uh, there was a sauce with it, uh, and it was just one delicious taste after Serve another. Served lemon
2: saying, potatoes. Uh, what? Lemon potatoes. With lemon potatoes. Yeah. There.
1: That's uh, kind of another Greek thing there. They love lemons mm-hmm. there. And every way you go in a Greek restaurant, you see lemons. A lot all lemon because it's
2: wonderful, yeah. fresh, delicious. It, it absolutely is. Yeah. We had, hmm. uh, I also had a, uh, I had souvlaki. Souvlaki. I had chicken souvlaki, which is uh, skewers, grilled, grilled. Yeah grilled. They yeah. have pork.
1: Shish kebab, kind they of in Greek pork. form. They have pork,
2: they have Greek, and I think they have beef. Um, and mm. I had that with a Greek salad and some focaccia. God bless you. Thank you. And it was really <laughs> uh, great. I have to say, and I told him this, this is Nick Asphrodites, mm-hmm. who is uh, the son of the owner of Blue Crab, and he worked at Blue Crab. And um, he asked honest opinions and I said okay so if you really really want me to tell you what I think I'm going to tell you what I think because I was surprised that the chicken skewers were dark meat chicken instead of white meat chicken. When I see a grilled chicken I expect it to be white meat and I know that dark meat is now kind of the hip way to serve chicken. I see this everywhere. I think Picnic and Provisions has a dark meat thing going, and I I just don't understand why dark meat is being served in places where you are used to seeing white meat and where you, because of that, expect to see white meat. I have nothing against dark meat. In fact, I love dark meat. Uh, at Thanksgiving, I go after dark meat. Uh, I get a rotisserie chicken, and I'm more likely to eat the dark meat first. But when I'm in a restaurant, especially if I'm ordering grilled chicken, I expect it to be a grilled chicken breast. And so I was a little disappointed by that. It was What was there was delicious. It was a perfect uh, doneness. It was uh, just a, a good grill on it. And it was, it was really tasty, but I was, you know, Nick came over to the table and we were talking to him about, you know, I, I said, you know, it's so much of it is expectations. If you are expecting something and you get something different, even if what you got was good, it's not as good as if it had been what you were expecting.
1: Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well.
2: Yeah, so he's uh, very likely going to change that. But um, but that was his thought, too, that the mm. that it should be a white meat chicken.
1: Uh, on, on other notes that may or may not ring a bell, uh, you remember uh, Bob and Jan Carr? Yes. Anybody out there? Uh-huh. Yeah. They were on radio and TV stations uh, yeah. here in New Orleans for a long, right. long time. Yes. Yeah. And uh, later on in his career, when he had moved on, uh, Bob Carr was, I, I think at one point, he was the top guy in that whole uh, operation there. Uh, that the was International House? International uh, House, which is uh, an outfit, the I, the idea of which is to uh, do... Promote
2: international yeah, trade?
1: International trade, exactly. So right. hence Thank the you. name. Yeah.
2: Well, I wasn't exactly finished <clears throat> with Rock Rose, which is the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Um. We also had a leek and spinach pie, so in other words, spanakopita.
1: Ooh, wonderful.
2: It was served the way it's served in Greece, which is not that triangle thing that we see here, but it, it is an actual pie there, and you take a piece of it, and so it was a square. It was stacked very high, a very flaky golden brown phyllo, And it was just delicious, layer after layer of spinach and cheese and, I guess, leeks. And it was really good, served with zucchini fritters, which came with a tzatziki.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of eekies and deekies here, but uh it's really well if you're not into Greek food, it's the easiest thing in or if the you're world. I'm familiar to, with to, it because
2: it's almost impossible to think that you could not be into something so delicious.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty I good. I mean it's
2: it's pretty much nature at its best. There's very little that's done to it. It's fresh flavors, it's lemon, it's herbs, it's olive oil, it's grilled. It's just about as simple a a cuisine as it gets and so very healthy for you too. Yep. So we will definitely be back there. That was a, a find, the new Rock Rose in the International House Hotel.
1: Yeah, we, we, for the longest time there were hardly any uh, restaurants in that general area. In fact, uh, Richard Collin, the underground gourmet who uh, probably wrote the very first real restaurant guide, Critical Restaurant Guide. He uh, he said that uh, he he called that whole neighborhood the uh, the death of or something like that of eating uh, in the in the CBD. But that ain't true no more. It's it's, it's there's lots and lots of restaurants. Yeah, there's
2: Eliza Jane down the street. There's yeah. um, Trinas, Bonton, Fogo de Chão. Um, it's just some, just yeah. some of well, them. Well, close enough. I, uh, I can't think of the rest. Anyway, uh, today for lunch we went to Bears.
1: We sure did, and uh, that was, that was different. I've, I've been there a number of times over the years, but uh, I, uh, I thought I would take a look at it and see, uh, see if they'd made any changes in it. I tell is you what, we'll, huh?
2: If someone is on the phone. Yes,
1: yeah, somebody's on the phone. So we're going to put this other thing on hold. Alan, welcome.
2: Yeah, hi.
0: Uh, hey. hi. Hi. hi good, Hi, hi. Good, good talking to you. Um, you know, I, I mentioned before that I worked in a a real an authentic Greek restaurant, uh um the Ziss family who were Greeks.
1: Very nice. Uh, had much so. that
0: restaurant. Yeah.
1: Yes, what was the name we had
0: discussed Ziss Ziss Ziss. Z I S S I S. And that's where um Allison Vega um was. Among
2: other people. Okay, is this yes. on Metairie Road? Was yes. this on Metairie Road? Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes, it was. <laughs> and when I was there, I was working uh, part-time, um, waiting tables, and I just started uh, going to school for uh, a degree in elementary education. But anyways, uh, my, so the food, uh, and, and we also discussed how the menu there, it's different than uh, other restaurants that say, you know, they have Greek uh, Greek food, but it's usually Mediterranean, you know, it has the the, uh-huh. uh, the hummus, Baba Ghanoush, and right. and uh-huh. uh, Peter, you know, but right. so what I'm calling to ask you because uh, you folks know good, real, uh, authentic We are Greek good. Food.
1: You can't come in here and say yeah. we're no good. <laughs> No, what I mean by good is. Oh, wait a minute! Uh, I'm you, sorry,
0: you know, I read that wrong. Sorry. Part I where no. if I had a
2: webcam, you could see me smack Tom with my foot on the shoulder. Well, go ahead. Well,
0: you 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 folks are, are have you, you're well traveled and you've been places and you you know, and then you come yeah. back and you go to a restaurant right. and they say this is authentic and this right. and that right. and right. and so forth. Yeah, uh, and I brought up I, I mentioned the salad, uh, but I was wrong. I mentioned a. Hortaiki salad, which typically I think tr- is just really just a, a Greek salad. Mm-hmm. What I meant uh, to bring up, and this is where the, you have the, uh, the 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 carp row, is um, uh, teta
1: musolata. Mm-hmm. Ah, another great thing. So, and Tom, I, you and mentioned it, it, that. it has yes. caviar at the very top, and uh, yum yum. Eggs,
0: yes. Uh, and, on the top, and also it's mixed in with it. It's a, it's a dip. At least, well, that's why I'm calling to ask. Uh, at least the way the Zissa's family did Teta Musalata was um, as a dip. It's the same consistency yeah. as you would have a hummus or a baba ganoush. But, um, uh, and you know what? They I don't think they sold baba ganoush. They had a, a, a Greek-style eggplant dish, but being authentically Greek, um, they, they had... Authentic Greek food, so uh, it wasn't it. like yeah. yes, but anyway, so so Tom, do you and also Marianne, when you were in Greece, Tana um, Musalata, so how, was that something that um, was really just as fantastic as I remember it um, from uh, Yaya uh, Zisses?
1: Zizis uh, was a great place, but it, it it turned over several times, and some of the people who were owners along the way uh, had problems. You know, it's not the easiest business in the world to get into. So, uh, uh, but you, know, Tom, uh, you, hmm?
0: you mentioned that it that it changed hands, and I said, well, as far as I knew, it, it was this, you know always this Zizis family. But then again, I left, <laughs> so right. uh, I don't I don't know. So yes, you you perhaps they did sell it to uh, other owners. Um, so you know, I really can't say with authority.
2: When yeah. when uh, Nick came over to the table, Tom had left to go back to the station. Nick and I sat for a long time talking about authentic Greek food and cliche Greek, you know, the, the big Aegean color and everything and how he had tried to stay away from that. And he was talking about the difficulty of doing something truly authentic in America because the food, the raw materials are so different. And mm. and so when, when people say, well, how was it? How does it compare to this or that? The answer is you can't. And I always say I love fake American food, and that's what I call it. It's fake American food. It can't be like the food in Greece because, you it's don't have the so much more real. Have, the meats have. are real. They're not injected with things. Uh, the vegetables are much closer to where they're used. I mean, it's just a very different way of living and eating. So you know, the best we can do is an American adaptation of it. This is going to be an interesting restaurant because it doesn't attempt to be cliché. As a matter of fact, it attempts to not be that it's not a slave to authenticity. It is, it is contemporary Greek American food as interpreted by two young guys who immerse themselves in the food culture over there, but understand that they're dealing with different ingredients. I see. I see. Well, so there's I'd going be to be like a lot of yayas that are upset. He said. There's gonna be a lot of yayas yeah. yeah, that are upset when they go in,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd, I'd like to know, or I'd be anxious to find out if they uh, bring back uh, or they they sell the uh, they have to feature, the tata uh, Mussolata.
1: The, uh, the- uh, I, I have a feeling throwing. that they will. The well, the menu they had started there already is very attractive, and they have it's uh, in every way, and so I I have high hopes about that.
2: It's gonna be very well, very awesome. simple, very simple greek flavors centered on herbs olive oil lemon and freshness that's yep. what it's going to be well, mm.
1: that's a winner so, yes and, anyway. and yeah. they better keep
0: a good supply of lemon uh, fresh lemons yes for sure. yes, better. But,
2: uh, for my iced tea if nothing lemon. else yeah. all right, all right. Yeah, thank you Alan. Well,
1: nice <laughs> talking to you all <laughs>
2: right you let's later. get to mike let's we have just mike a minute or two yeah mike welcome Is he still hey near?
3: i know tom's at a premium but i'm gonna make it this quick <laughs> I was at the uh, Mandeville Pesas today, and I found out, you may or may not already know about this, it's going to be a wine and cheese event that Adam's hosting on November 15th. It's on a Friday from 7 to 10 p.m., and it's going to be at the Southern Hotel.
2: Oh, great. I would love to go to that.
3: It's not inexpensive. It's $85 a person, cocktail Mm -hmm. attired, and limited tickets available. So I was talking to Sonny and she tells me it's going to be upscale wines at the port, it's not going to be the usual the usual fare. So I'm I know sure. you all like the Southern Hotel, and I'm love sure it's going really, to be a good event.
2: Thank I you. I better get I'm my songs into together. That. We're not going to be there, though, Tom. We're going to be in California. Oh, now. that's right. But, um, but I would love to go to that if I wasn't going to be in California. And uh, I want to. I'm going to run that down and put that in the newsletter because that's going to be a great event. It is.
3: All right. Have a
2: good evening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Um, the, the oh, you know, we did, we need did to do New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Anyway, that is uh, the end of our show. It's been a most interesting show, I would have to say. And what do you mean? <laughs> Starting with my my niece and her husband Timely. If you would like to follow them on Instagram, they have two Instagram accounts. One of them is at timily t-i-m-i-l-y and the toaster timily and the toaster and the other one is at dolly the aussie doodle d-o-l-l-y the aussie a-u-s-s-i-e doodle and they are traveling around the country in their RV and they will be checking in with us to tell us about their adventures and to report on good food that they've had around the country as they spend their next couple of months on mm. the road. So yeah. follow and them on Instagram.
1: Just to wrap uh, wrap up the thing, uh, you're listening to Count Basie. Yes. What a great performer he was. This episode is
2: brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,